Ah, 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 don't touch that dial. This is the Blondie program brought to you by the Watertown Players. Before we join the bumsteads of Shady Lane Avenue, let's gather around the bandstand for a curtain raiser from Juanita Eddington. Raise that curtain, Juanita. I'm gonna sit right down and write myself a letter And make believe it came from you I'm gonna write words oh so sweet They're gonna knock me off my feet A lot of kisses on the bottom I'll be glad I got home I'm gonna smile and say I hope you're feeling better And close with love the way you do I'm gonna sit right down and write myself a Thank you, Juanita. You know, folks, these days there are a lot of essentials to living a healthy, fulfilled life. The Declaration of Independence gives three examples of inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But I'm here to tell you that I think those framers of the Constitution forgot one, the right to quality, affordable entertainment. That's where the Watertown Players comes in. The Watertown players have been providing some of the best entertainment in these here parts for more than 30 years. There is always something in the works from this talented group of thespians, including these fine recreations of the classic radio broadcasts of Blondie. The Watertown players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now it's time to pay that weekly visit to the Bumstead home. Blondie's in the kitchen, tidying up after a Saturday afternoon snack. Dagwood is in the living room, asleep on the couch. And here's Baby Dumpling, coming in from the garage with a small hand vacuum cleaner. Here it is, Mommy. It was out in the garage. I guess Daddy was fixing it out there. I hope it still acts like a vacuum cleaner. I guess it will be better, Mommy with all these extra pieces in it. What extra pieces, baby? The ones Daddy took out of the big vacuum cleaner. Oh, my goodness. 
Has he got that one apart too? Uh-huh. I guess that's what's all scattered about out there. I never saw such a man to tinker with things. I'd better plug this in and see what he's done to it. You know that music box I got for Christmas? The one Uncle Gideon sent you? Uh-huh. Well, Daddy mended that so it doesn't work either. For heaven's sake. There, I've plugged in the vacuum. Turn the switch on it, baby, and see if it runs. Yes, it sounds all right. Listen, what's that? It's coming out of the little cleaner, Mommy. It's playing right in the corner where you are. That's what my music box used to play. <laughs> well, if a vacuum cleaner is going to play anything, I suppose bright in the corner is about as appropriate as anything else. Turn it off, baby. I've got a good mind to get mad at Daddy for taking my music box without asking me. Oh, it's no use to get mad at him, baby. He can't help inventing things, especially in bad weather when he can't go out and walk it off. Well... I guess I'll hide the rest of my toys until the weather clears up. Maybe someday Daddy will invent something useful, and then we'll all be rich. Uh-huh. Daddy's been reading a book about it, making money. I've got it here in my blouse, and if you wait a minute, I'll show you. No wonder your blouses get all out of shape. Baby, what are those claws sticking out of your blouse? Oh, that used to be the last Vogel's parrot. Baby Dumpling Bumstead, an old dead parrot in your blouse? It isn't exactly dead, Mommy. I mean, it's just a stuffed one. See? Throw it away. Oh, Mommy, I want to sell it back to Elvin Fuddle. Sell it back to him? Uh-huh. We were playing grocery store, and it's supposed to be a turkey. Alvin charged me $10 for it. That would be high for a real turkey. Well, everything in Alvin's store is $10 because all of our play money says $10 on it. Oh, well, with that kind of shopping, Daddy better get rich quick. Where's that book you were going to show me? Here it is, Mommy. See what it says on the cover? How to make money at home. Hmm. There's one place in it that tells how to make lemonade without any lemons. Alvin and I are going to do that one when it gets warm. We got the place marked. Very interesting. But I can't read this now, baby. I've got to get that living room cleaned. Can I go play with Alvin again? This store is all sold out, and I know where to get more stuff to sell him. Down at the dump. The dump? Is that where those other things came from? Uh-huh. There's lots of swell stuff down there. No, baby. I don't want you picking things off the ash heap. Look up in our attic. At least our trash is clean. Okay, Mommy. And take Daisy with you. Why, Mommy? Because that dog has every chair in the living room covered with dog hair. She only gets up on the chairs when Daddy takes her place on the couch. I know. I think she does it for spite. Anyway, I've got to use this little vacuum on every chair, and I don't want Daisy getting them dirty again faster than I can get them clean. Okay, Mommy. Here, Daisy! Here, Daisy! Hey, what's the idea? Waking me up? 
I have to run the vacuum anyway, Dagwood. I think Mr. Dithers is coming. I'm not going to have him find our house looking like a monkey cage. Here I come, ready or not. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. I wish I could break you of sleeping on the couch, Dagwood. These cushions get all out of shape. Dagwood! Yeah, I heard you. But listen, honey. Dagwood, what do you think I found? When? Just now, under the cushion on the couch. Fuddle's umbrella. No, Dagwood. I don't think he left that umbrella here at all. Just trying to mooch one of ours. Never mind that, Dagwood. This is important. Have you lost anything lately, Dagwood? Yeah. I've been losing sleep every night. No, I mean, have you lost any money? Me? Lose money? Not a chance. That's all I wanted to know. Why? Did you find some money? Never you mind. Finders keepers. Now listen, if it was money you found, it might be mine. I sleep on that couch all the time and... But you haven't lost any money. That isn't losing it. If it rolls out of your pocket into your own couch... This isn't the kind of money that rolls. It's a bill. Uh-huh. Uh, come to think of it, I remember now. I was short a dollar bill last week. This isn't a dollar bill, Dagwood. It's ten dollars. Look. Well, I'll be darned. A brand new ten dollar bill. Listen, seeing as you found it, I'll give you half. You'll give me half? I guess not, Dagwood Bumstead. This is going straight back into my budget, where it probably came from. How could it come from your budget? You don't keep your budget under the couch cushions, do you now? No, but I might have been sitting there, counting the budget money, and this could have kind of slipped down. When did you look at your budget last? Just this morning, and it was empty, so that probably proves it. It doesn't prove a thing. That budget is always empty. Now, Dagwood... Listen. The doorbell. Peek out the window and see who it is, Dagwood. It's some woman. Boy, what a getup. Look at that purple hat, Blondie. Goodness. I'd better let her in. If you ask me, she's selling something. Look at that sample case. Maybe that's her vanity case. Well, judging from the amount of makeup she has on, it might be. Hey, open up. I know you're home. She knows we're home. I guess we'll have to see what she wants, but don't buy anything. No, uh, no. Uh, uh, hello? Hello, kiddo. I hope I didn't wake you up or something, did I? Oh, no. Uh, no. How about the lady of the house? Any chance of bending her ear with a little fast sales talk? Oh, are you selling something? That's what I want to find out, pal. Well, I don't think we want to buy anything today. Who does? The minute your doorbell rings and it's somebody selling something, the answer is no. Even before you know what it is they're selling, right? Yeah, I guess that's right, all right. Now, suppose it was needles I was selling. Would you want any? No. See? That's why I gave up selling needles. I had some that were self-threatened, but when I wanted to show them how they worked, I couldn't make them work. 
How you off for soap, pal? Soap? Yeah, you know, soap to wash with. You wash, don't you? Why, certainly. I'm selling soap. Nobody expects me to show them how that works. Well, I... We have plenty of soap, Dagwood. Yeah, uh, we don't want soap. No soap? No soap. Just betwixt us girls, that's where you're smart. The soap's no good. No? No, it won't lather. Is that so? I invented some soap like that once myself. It wouldn't lather. But it would bounce, though. This won't even bounce, so far as I know. Well, then, uh, what makes you go around selling it? Well, I tell you, it smells perfectly elegant. Yeah, I can smell it from here. It must be pretty strong perfume. You said it. If there's one thing I hate, it's any of that now-you-smell-it-now-you-don't perfumery. Give me something with a little bite to it, is what I always say. You've got it there, all right. Dagwood. Yes, honey? You'll catch a cold standing there with the door open. Now there's a good wife for you. You'd better come in and close the door. Well, thanks. I don't care if I do. Hey, listen. I don't think my wife meant... Is this your wife? My, ain't she pretty. Well, thank you very much, but... Pretty ain't the word for it. Now listen. I got something in my bag that would look simply swell in your hair. Two little combs. Oh, thank you very much, but... Don't get me wrong. I'm not selling them to you. They're a present. See? Rubies. They ain't real, of course. Oh, well, I don't know what to say. Don't say a word. Mm, there. Don't they look lovely with her coloring? Yeah, they do look nice, Blondie. But I don't feel right taking a present from a stranger. Don't let that bother you none. Them combs come free with the soap. Well, will you let me pay you the price of the soap for the combs? I wouldn't think of it. I tell you what. If you're so set on buying something, I ain't got the heart to refuse you. So I'll make the combs a premium with the lemon extract. How you fixed for lemon extract? I can always use that, I suppose. That there is the dollar size. It sells for 85 cents. Oh, uh, well, I haven't gotten that much change right now. Well, mm, I'll let it go to you for 60 cents. That's what it cost me. Well, all I've got is 48 cents here. Well, what's 12 cents? It's a sale. No, I won't let you do that. Get my purse, Dagwood. Sure, honey. Uh, take a seat, miss. Uh... Oh, thanks. My feet are about killing me. I suppose your work is hard. I'm used to work. When I was in show business, we did three shows a day and rehearsed all the rest of the time. Oh, you were an actress? You wouldn't believe it to look at me, dearie, but I was queen of the Columbia Wheel. I guess I don't know what that is. It was a burlesque circuit. Oh, burlesque? Uh-huh. I had a good shape in them days, but don't go telling it around on me. I'm not ashamed of it, but I got some high-toned relatives here in the neighborhood that wouldn't want it known. Well, don't you care. You're all right. Thanks. What's your name? Blondie. Mine's Ophelia. Oh, I guess you were named after the character in Shakespeare's Hamlet. Yeah, my daddy was a legit actor. Only, the way I understand, this Ophelia in the play went nuts. I'd like to have a word with my pa about that. Hey, Blondie, I looked in your purse and there isn't any money in it. Oh, my goodness. This is awfully embarrassing. Let it go, let it go. No, I'll tell you what. I've got a $10 bill here. We found it. Nice going. Take the price of the extract out of this, Ophelia. A saw book? I ain't got the change. Oh, dear. Ah, uh, the deal is off. 
Keep the combs anyhow. No, you've been generous enough as it is. Well, I tell you, I could run down to the store and change it for you. Well, wait now. I don't know. Oh, I'll leave my samples here. They're worth more than ten dollars. Oh, Dagwood didn't mean that we didn't trust you. No, no, I just meant, after all, we don't know you very well and... Dagwood! Here, Ophelia, take the ten dollars and get it changed. I'd go myself, but we're expecting Mr. Dithers, Dagwood's boss. I'm not. He didn't say he was coming today at all. I know he will, though. I feel it. Well, I bet ten dollars... You bet ten dollars what, Dagwood? I bet ten dollars that's Mr. Dithers now. Well, I'll be back in no time with the change, folks. You keep my samples till you hear from me. Anybody home? Uh, Hello, Mr. Mr. Dithers. Dithers. Come right in, sport. Hey, who's this? Look, right away he wants an introduction. It's like old times on the Columbia wheel. So long, gang. Don't worry about your ten bucks. Don't go away, big boy. Who was that? Her name's Ophelia. Ophelia? Ophelia who? She didn't say. I forgot to ask her. What did she mean, don't worry about your ten bucks? Oh, I gave her ten dollars to change for us. You gave a woman you don't know ten dollars? Well, I'm certainly glad it wasn't my money. It wasn't ours either. We sort of found it. Sort of found it? Where? Right under the cushion of our couch. You mean that couch? The one I sat on just the other day? Sure. Wasn't it lucky we found it? It certainly was. But don't ever tell Corey I lost it. Oh, no. We won't say any... Hey, wait. You lost it? Certainly. I knew something was wrong with my petty cash the next morning. This accounts for it. Oh, but Mr. Dithers, Dagwood thinks he might have lost it. Nonsense, Bumstead. How could it be yours? Well, uh, how couldn't it? I mean, uh... Can you describe it, Bumstead? Why, certainly I can. It was... It was, uh, describe it. That's what I said. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it was kind of uh, green on one side. So was mine. It said, uh... Ten dollars on it. Of course it did. Go on. Well, it had a picture on it. A man's picture. And a lot of scroll work. A kind of... So did mine. And it was new. So was mine. Go on, Bumstead. Go on. Well, you know what a ten dollar bill looks like. Yeah, but you don't. Well, I've never had one long enough to learn it by heart. Mine had my own pencil mark on the corner, too. I always mark my money in case my pocket gets picked. Hand it over and I'll show you my initials. Well, but we haven't got it anymore. What? Don't you remember? We gave it to Ophelia to change. Oh, my ten dollars? Bumstead! Yes, sir. Which way did that woman go? Why, uh, out the front door. Good. Then I'll... Front door? Of course she went out the front door. I didn't think she flew up the chimney, but after that, where did she go? She went out the door and down to the store. Out the, out the store and down to the door. I, I, I mean, down to the door and out of... Never mind. Never mind. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to find that woman, you idiot. I'm going to get my money or else. Two, I think he's pretty mad.
This episode of Blondie is being produced and sponsored by the Watertown Players. You know, folks, I have been around a long time. I have seen many things in my lifetime. The first man walking on the moon, the election of Abraham Lincoln, and the pilgrims landing at Plymouth Rock. But the best things that I have witnessed in my longer-than-average lifetime are the fine productions that have graced the Watertown Players stage. Some of my favorites were Into the Woods Jr., Guys and Dolls, Don't Hug Me, Don't Hug Me Christmas Carol, Don't Hug Me County Fair, and You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, just to name a few. For further information on the Watertown Players, please follow the group on Facebook. The Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now, a few minutes after Mr. Dither's stormy exit, we find Dagwood pacing the floor, muttering. Or else! Golly! Or else! Now, Dagwood, stop pacing up and down like that. I can't help it. I hate anyone to holler, or else, at me and then slam the door. Or else what? I guess Mr. Dither's meant he'd get back the $10, or else he wouldn't. He was excited. I noticed he was. Huh, I guess it was pretty silly to give a stranger $10 to change. Maybe, but I bet she's all right. Yeah, maybe. Hey, maybe this is Ophelia now. I'll look. Um, no. It isn't Dithers again, is it? No, it's just a man in a dark suit with a derby hat. I'll go. We don't want any. You don't want any what? Whatever you're selling. I'm not selling anything, brother. Well, we don't want any company either. That's tough. But I'm used to going where I ain't wanted. Gangway. Hey, hey, what's the idea? Pushing in here. Just a few questions, brother. Who's this? That's my wife, Mrs. Bumstead. Oh, hello, Mrs. Bumstead. Hello. Do you always wear your hat in the house? Yeah, but mostly I don't stay long. Well, that's good. Look, if you don't get out of here, I'll, I'll call a cop. Don't bother. I'm a cop. Take a peek at the badge. Oh. Well, what do you want to know, officer? You know a woman in a purple hat and a horse blanket dress by the name Ophelia? Well, we just met her once. She came to the door selling soap. Uh-huh. Did you give her a $10 bill to change at a store? Yes, we did. You gave a woman you didn't know $10 just like that? Why? What do you care why? Because it doesn't make sense that anyone would give $10 in good money to a stranger. That's why. But suppose you wanted to get rid of that bill without taking any risk yourself. Then you might get her to change it. You knew that bill was phony, all right? Well, of all of the city... Hey! Phony? What do you mean? I mean, the bill you admit passing on to be changed was counterfeit. Two? Two? Now listen, I'm telling you for the last time. This money is homemade money. If you didn't make it, where did you get it? 
I tell you, we found it. That's right. All right, all right. If you want to stick to a crazy story like that, you can tell it to the court. Found it. Sure we did. Under a cushion. Is that so? Well, I've been finding things too. See this book? Yeah, that's mine. I'm glad you admit it. Look at the title. I see it. How to make money at home. Oh, gosh, Blondie. Now don't let that bother you, Dagwood. There's nothing wrong in that book. Nothing wrong in it, eh? How about this formula? How to make lemonade without lemons. Another jip game. I wasn't going to make any lemonade. Then why did you have the place marked? Oh, I remember now. It was Baby Dumpling marked that. Ah, uh-huh. Babyface Dumpling, another of the gang. Oh, don't be silly. He's just a little boy. Do you know what he marked the place in the book with? No. With another of those phony $10 bills. Oh, my golly. You may not make them, but you got so many of them around, you use them for bookmarks. Dagwood, I have an idea. So have I. And my idea is that you'd better come clean. If you'll just be quiet a minute. Quiet, Bumstead. Quiet yourself. Bumstead! Hi, Mr. Dithers. Gosh, I'm glad to see you. Hey, you are? Why? So you can tell this man I'm not a crook. I'll do the talking here. Who's this? I'm J.C. Dithers of the J.C. Dithers Construction Company. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you doubt it? Yeah. You do? Yeah. You're no carpenter. Too well-dressed. Carpenter? Let's see. Well-dressed... Smooth-shaven, except mustache. One glass eye. It's a lie! Oh, yeah. Now I see the other is just as bad. Well, you look like Barking Bob the con man to me. Now listen, you! I'll do the talking. You listen. What's the idea of busting in here all excited? Did you find the woman, Mr. Dithers? No! What woman? The woman who had my money. Your money? Oh, yes. Mr. Dithers claims that... That that was his $10 bill. It was mine. No, listen, Mr. Dithers. Don't argue, Bumstead. No, don't argue, Dagwood. Let's get this straight. The bill these people say they found, under a cushion, that was your bill? Yes. And the bill Ophelia took to the store, that was your bill? Yes. How many times do you have to be told? It's enough times. You're under arrest. Huh? Me? What for? Passing counterfeit money. What? He said counterfeit. Counterfeit? Yeah. How many times do you have to be told? Listen, Bumstead, tell this man who I am. Don't you know? I know, but he doesn't. You tell him. Who? Me? Yes, you. Well, what do you want me to say? Never mind what he wants. Just answer my questions. Now, who is this guy, Jitters? Dithers! Yeah, the headman of our whole outfit. The brains, eh? The rest of you have to do what he says? I'll say we do. He's a tough guy. Listen, I'm no crook. If if that was counterfeit money, it it couldn't have been mine. Oh no? No! No, of course it wasn't, officer. Now why not listen to me for a change? Oh yeah. When Dithers, alias Barking Bob, came in, you were going to talk. Go ahead. I know the answer to the whole thing now. Where the bill came from, how it got where we found it, everything. Yeah? Yeah. Baby Dumpling marked the book with one bill. Just before that, he'd been playing store. 
Isn't this part of a whole lot of funny money that's missing, officer? That's right. Would you like to find the rest of it? I sure would. Then come with me. Where? Down to the dump. Come on. The dump? The dump? The dump? Yes, the dump. How many times do you have to be told? Well, this is the dump. Now what? Yeah, what are we looking for? For baby dumpling. Baby dumpling! He probably hid when he saw me coming. I told him not to come down here anymore. What's he want to come here for anyway? Messy place. That's why he likes it. He finds things here. Of course, this time it's a good thing he did come back, because I think we'll find things too. Well, then we can't punish Baby if we find him. No, I won't punish Baby Dumpling this time. Hello, Mommy. Why, Baby. And Daisy, what are you two doing behind that old barrel? Finding things. Uh, I needed some more of that play money for Alvin's store. He's got butter up to $10 a pound now. Is this where you found the other play money, dear? Uh-huh. Sticking out from under this ash barrel. I thought there was more in here, but the barrel's too heavy to push over. Help him, Dagwood. Push over the barrel. Hey, you know what I think? Think later. Help me push. Uh. Yes. Uh. When Blondie has a hunch like this, you too, Dithers, push. Now, Dagwood, take a stick and poke around in what came out of the barrel. Look, Mommy, here's some more play money. I see it. Look, a big package wrapped in old newspaper. Look, money. The bundle is full of it. Okay, let me have a look. Yep, just like the others. Must be 20,000 bucks in this lot. Mm, And all phony. Boy, will the chief be glad to see this. Lady, my hat is off to you. Next time, take it off when you first come in the house. Well, I'll just take this back to the station. Hey, that's mine. I found it. Wait, baby. Before you take that away, officer, look at the date of the newspaper that it's wrapped in. September 19th. Gosh, has that been lying around the dump all that time? Yes. Don't you remember reading in the paper about the gang they caught last September, Dagwood? All but one man and one bundle of money. They've been watching for it ever since. You got a theory, Mrs. Bumstead? Of course, but you must have guessed. Oh, sure. Sure, but but you tell it. Well, the man who got away had this package of counterfeit money. Look, here's an article right on the front page of this same paper that gives a complete description of the missing bills. It's a warning to watch for bills with this serial number. When the crook read that, he knew he couldn't spend the money. He was afraid to be caught with it, so he used the newspaper to wrap it up and threw it in an ash barrel. The barrel came here. Baby found it, brought some home, and... Baby! Baby, come out of that! Why, Mommy? You've got to come home with Mommy now. Get all cleaned up nicely. Oh, why? Mommy is taking you down to the federal building. First, we'll get Ophelia out of trouble, and then we'll claim the reward that's offered for this money. 
Reward? Reward? Certainly. That was printed in the paper, too. $500, all for Baby Dumpling. Gosh, Baby, what do you do with all that money? Well, I think I'll buy this dump and see what else I can find in it. Oh, oh baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> And so we leave Blondie and Dagwood of Shady Lane Avenue. We invite you to listen again next week when we join the Bumsteads once more. Next week's episode is entitled, Darling Buck. Sounds like a hoot and a half to me. This week's episode, Finders Keepers, featured the voice talents of Tara Jones as Baby Dumpling, Sarah Riki as Ophelia, Patrick Grover as Mr. Dithers, Matt Emerson as Dick, Blaine Landowski as Dagwood, and of course, Lisa Stuffel as Blondie. This week's episode was brought to you by the Watertown Players, your favorite community theater group for over 30 years. Remember to follow the Watertown Players on Facebook so you don't miss any exciting news on the entertainment front. This is your announcer, Jim Steffel, thanking you for supporting the Watertown Players and our weekly episodes of Blondie. For more information on how you can help fund these fine old-fashioned productions, please text Blondie to 44321. That's Blondie, B-L-O-N-D-I-E, to 44321. Thank you and good night.